Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah, this is um, a most interesting week when we are technically in fall, but it feels like August. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's really weird. Yeah, and and the trees are kind of dull, even though they are they are slowly turning. There's not much bright color, so whatever. Here we are. What's know, going well, on in your world? Nothing, but I. It's funny because this morning, <laughs> I didn't realize. I know they said it was going to be warm, but I didn't realize it was going to be so humid. And I had a couple things delivered to my house, so I was trying them on after I took a shower and was ready to go right before I was about to get dressed to leave. And I was pulling things over my head and putting things on and didn't even pay attention to my hair because I figured, you know, and then when I walked outside, it was so humid. And I thought, oh, my God, like (laughs) it felt like I ran a marathon because I was doing all these things and not realizing the humidity level and what it does to my my hair so it was like oh man it's October so anyway yeah. yeah it was yeah it was and next week it's supposed to be in the 70s like mid almost 80s a couple days next oh, week please yeah, yeah. well isn't that what they call um, Indian summer Indian summer I don't know I guess I, I only remember that because I'm thinking of uh, one year in particular that it was the year that my sister got married, which is, I don't know when. <laughs> I lost count. But it was a long time ago. I mean, probably 35 years. Okay. And that particular weekend, uh, we she made our dresses for the people in her bridal party. And they had long sleeves, and oh. they were made of a kind of silk. Oh, and so... I I just wanted to get out of those clothes because they were so hot. Mm-hmm. And and then it was inside and people were, you know, saying, okay, yeah, we could dance and we can do all kinds of wonderful things. 
but it was not good. And it was just so hot. It was in the mid-80s and humid, just like it is now. Oh, not in the mid-80s, but that was in Philadelphia, so therefore it's even warmer. Right, but, but which, I always which was it? Which October? was? October? Yeah. Which date was it? Second, oh, it was the 14th or 15th. 15th, that's when she got married, October 15th. Okay. And I, I would have thought, and so did everybody else, that the weather would have been much cooler by that time. But I think that was that was truly Indian summer. As I, I don't know where that ever came mm-hmm. from. I don't know why they call it Indian summer. I, I have no mm-hmm. idea. But anyway, it's that last surge of warm, humid weather, technically it's supposed to be, before the, the cooler air comes through. But like you said, mm-hmm. we're supposed to get another week of the same kind of weather. And yeah. And I think uh, it was John Hickey who said something last night on uh, the WNEP weather report about people are at this point longing for that cool, crisp air that is autumn. Yeah. And and not so much just because of the temperature, but because of the lack of humidity. And, that, you know, it's about right. time. I I would love to go to the farmer's market. But I, I just, I'm not in the mood yet. You know, I want, <laughs> I want to have my jacket on and I want those crisp apples and I, I want to do uh-huh. all those fall things, but you can't do them. So, well, I guess you can, but anyway. So this coming week, we have to do a shout out for Patrick A. DiNapoli, whose birthday will be this coming Thursday. And he will be 79 years old, and he's very happy about the fact that he's probably going to be around for 80. <laughs> yeah, it's he a good thing. That's wonderful. He thinks it's great. Yeah, well, he should. And I did too. And, and so should everyone, exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's a so, wonderful thing to be, to age, to age. It is. That's, yeah. We, we, and, we and the thing look is, at it differently. That most people, when they look at him and I tell them he'll be 79, they say, are you kidding me? I said, yeah. No, it's the truth. He will be 79 years old. But Mm -hmm. he just, he looks so much younger than that. Well, uh, he also acts younger. That's true. He yeah, acts younger, he and he, he's very sturdy, Lynn. He's built yeah. like he's very bulky in a, in a sturdy way. <clears throat> so yeah. he, doesn't look, he doesn't look frail or he just, he's tall and he's, he's bulky. And I think he yeah. just, he, it just makes him, and he has a youthful way about him. His manner is very youthful, and I think that makes a big, and he's positive, always positive. Yes, he is. Yeah, so that he's very happy in his world. Yeah, I know. I know. Very Some of us should take our... what happens. <clears throat> so, yeah. happy birthday, Patrick A. DiNapoli. Yes. Yeah. Any birthdays that you know of? Mm-hmm. I probably do, but yes, I have a big one. <clears throat> Not Ooh. a big, big one, but a big, a dear friend, Miss Deb Dudley's birthday is is tomorrow when you won't well, you're listening to us on Saturday, but it's Friday the eighth of October. 
So Miss Dudley's birthday. So if you see Deb Dudley around, wish her a big happy birthday. Um, uh-huh. She'll she's a good girl. And my little nephew, my godson, Jumpin' Jack Cadden, was um, <laughs> his birthday was yesterday, the sixth, and he was thirteen years old, and he's the baby. Oh, so, the teenager. Yeah. But I told my brother Jimmy he's still like a baby. So that's oh, how okay. it goes. <laughs> Yeah, so That's happy birthday thing. to those two. Yeah. Well, um, and how did you enjoy it? You took a trip to Beacon. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, that mm-hmm. was last weekend. And actually, yep. it's, a, it's a fabulous town. And yep. it was in the upper 60s and low 70s. And it was, we had truly... Truly, one of the best hamburgers I've ever had in my I life. I told you. <laughs> wow. Told you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do differently. But, man, was that good. Yeah. And I didn't try any of the French fries just because I wasn't in the mood to do it. My, I have to baby my stomach these days. So yes. I just thought loading in that hamburger with cheese. And it was monster cheese. I've never had anybody offer me a hamburger with Munster cheese. It's usually we didn't Swift, get Munster. American, yeah, we didn't, Cooper. Yeah, you can get anything though. But the traditional New York, New York cheeseburger, I think it's called New York, isn't that it? The New York, the New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, that that New 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 York something that you can get any kind of cheese. But yes, it's traditionally with um, Munster they serve it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And I love yep. monster cheese, but I never thought of putting that on the hamburger. Well, there you go. Good. And when mm-hmm. they say something about, um, I think it's right on the menu, um, you don't need ketchup. Yes. <laughs> okay. Of so I had a slice of tomato and, and yep. some, I think some mayonnaise I put on there and, uh, and lettuce. And it was yeah, unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. And the name the bib. And the name of the place? Uh, it was Meyer Old what is it? Old Dutch? Meyer's Old Dutch. Yes. It's yeah. right. It's a little little narrow joint with that pretty little back and you sat in the back as yeah. I told you to. We so did. That's, yeah. It's really But it's I I really can't believe the size of the stores. They are just they're so tiny. Uh-huh. You know, they they are long and narrow, but there's one right after the other, right after the other. Yep. You could probably spend hours just walking around what must be 10 blocks of these stores. Yeah, it's and, incredible. And, and I also saw that there was a bus that ran through those 10 blocks, and you could hop on and hop off anytime for free. Oh, okay. I didn't, I so didn't even I notice said, that. Oh, that's that's even better. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. So it was a fun town. Uh, it was definitely one from, you know, the 18, 1700s. You could tell just by the brick and the open face, everything, that it was great. But I wanted to ask you, didn't you say once that you went up there and you took your sandwiches that went down by the beach? Not the beach, but down to the... Uh 
down to the river. Yeah, where the train yeah. station is. And there's a park okay. right there. And yes, we just went down and parked. And um, that was during COVID. And yeah. all they had was pickup. So you couldn't eat in or the back area. So right. we just picked it up and went down to the uh, river and sat on the Hudson and just sat there and there's you know areas to sit we were just hanging out in our car because we got a good spot under a tree and it was really pretty but the hudson is just such a beautiful river it was beautiful it was sunny and gorgeous so it was yeah it's just it's a beautiful beautiful location and it's about an hour and a half from scranton right up route 80 up route 84 and just yeah. one exit off as soon as you get off uh -huh. it's right down the road so yep. yeah it's um it's a great place to go. I'm glad you guys had fun and you, you did it. But like you oh, said, the place it was, was packed. mobbed. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. It was a gorgeous day like today as we're recording this. Um, and it was, everybody was there. Everybody was out. You know, just, yeah. I think it was just so enjoyable to be out on a day when there was sunshine and warmth and it looked, it was great. I mean, uh, people were walking with, bags of things that they were buying you know just it was just funny to see it it was great yeah commerce it was nice. is alive and well in beacon new york yeah. i'll tell you that much so it's exactly yeah exactly well that's, on that note good. we're going to take a quick break and uh you're listening to the laurie and lynn show and we'll be right back hi this is nancy Kamen from wilk's morning news and i know laurie cadden a lot of people know laurie cadden and more importantly Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. 
That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. Um, my name is Lynn Evans. I am a financial planner and managing director of Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning business that's uh, specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. So I have this article that's from, um, it's called under the uh, department, I guess they would call it, of your money and the AARP bulletin. And this is the one from uh, September. Sorry, we're a little behind, but anyway, uh, it's called Six Clear Paths to pass along wealth. Providing financial security to your heirs after you're gone is a goal you can reach via multiple routes. Here's a guide to some common options you shouldn't overlook. And pathway number one is 401ks and IRAs. Uh, these investment accounts, which grow tax-free while you're alive, continue that tax-free growth after your beneficiaries inherit them. Certain heirs, such as spouses and people with disabilities, can hold these accounts over their lifetime. Withdrawals from Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks are nearly always tax-free. And then they have this proviso at the end of each of these that's called, but watch out. In this case, most heirs not in the above categories have to empty these accounts within 10 years. Path number two, taxable accounts. Heirs get a great break on investments that have grown in value over time. Let's say that long ago you bought stock for $300 that now trades for $3,000. If you sold it now, you'd owe taxes on $2,700 of what's called capital gains. But if your daughter inherited the stock when it was trading at $3,000 and she sold it at that price, she owes zero taxes on the sale. That is called, in the trade, a stepped-up basis. But watch out. The Biden administration has proposed limiting the amount of investment capital gains free from taxes in this situation. This limit could affect wealthier families. Path number three, your home. If you own a home, that residence will typically be the most valuable non-financial asset in your state. Heirs might not have to pay capital gains tax on the home if they sell it. But watch out. Whoever inherits the home will have to cover large expenses such as the upkeep and taxes. If you leave your home to multiple heirs, they may fight over whether to sell it or feel cheated if only one of them will live there. Make sure that it's, quote, unquote, fair for everybody. 
says Milwaukee is state attorney. Fair is in the eye of the beholder. Path number four, term life insurance. It's going to be a godsend for loved ones who depend on your income or rely on your unpaid caregiving. Hmm. You can get a lot of coverage for very little money, an Atlanta financial planner Camilla Elliott said. A 53-year-old non-smoking man, for example, might pay only $1,600 a year for a $500,000 15-year term policy. But watch out if you buy plain vanilla term insurance and don't die while the policy is in force, you don't get the money back. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. You pay for homeowner's insurance, and I would also add car insurance, but that doesn't mean you want your house or your car to burn down. Number five, whole life insurance. These policies provide not only a guaranteed death benefit for heirs, but also a cash value component you can access for emergencies, long-term care, or other needs. But watch out. Whole life is more expensive than term insurance, and borrowing against your policy can backfire in several costly ways, one of which might be you have to claim some of that as income, taxable income. We don't want that. Path number six, annuities. A joint and survivor annuity guarantees the survivor a steady stream of income for life. Annuities with a death benefit can provide a lump sum for a beneficiary. But watch out, while you're alive, annual fees for variable annuities can be high, limiting potential returns and also cashing in your annuity for a lump sum may be either expensive or impossible. And a bonus tip, discuss estate plans with your children sooner rather than later, especially if you're leaving them different amounts or giving a large sum to charity. This is your time to explain why. I would say so. <laughs> yeah. Some of, you know, some of those things are, you know, uh, as you know, because you've seen it in many different situations, if people give money um, not equitably, uh, which is very different than equally, um, then it can create a lot of disharmony in a family. And I don't think that's really what a lot of um, benefactors intend, but that's what happens. I have seen it mm-hmm. not in my family, my immediate family, but I have seen it in some of Pat's family. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that, not the best way to do things unless you're willing to under, to explain why. So yeah. keep that in mind. Okay, so. Yeah, it can be sticky. So as we were saying, um, some of that stuff in estate planning can get very sticky, very sticky. And yeah. it's really important that if you're going to do something that you know will probably cause some trouble, that you even if you want to do it, which I have seen, in a letter that is read to your children, not necessarily in your will, but just a separate letter that is written by the benefactor, the person who passes, um, just as an explanation 
of why you made the decisions you made and that it's not anything that you're doing, you know, to try to cause disharmony in your heirs, but it's just the way you feel about things. It could be not nice, um, but that's your choice, you know? So, yeah, one other quick one other quick thing I wanted to talk about was an article that was in um uh, on babyboomers.com, which is one of those sites that I love because it talks about all different kinds of things that can happen. But this one, we talked about something like this a couple years ago. And it did not have the same language that this does. But the solution um, is, is still the same. It is designed to do something that helps people, especially people who do not want the, the fear of isolation in their retirement or just if, where they live, period. And it's called Pocket Neighborhoods. Now, we did something about this a couple years ago that was called something else, but they were a bunch of villas, if you recall, small little houses, maybe 800 square feet in each of them, but they all had yards and they had places where you could garden. They And they were all centered so that their front door looked out into a common area. So it was like a cul-de-sac, but each of these people got to know each other. You had neighbors and you weren't that far away from one another. Uh, and it was really a wonderful idea. The problem was no builders would build them. I'm not sure why, but they don't. As I read this article, it occurred to me that perhaps it's something that has to do with zoning requirements. And if you don't have an area zoned for this type of housing, then you can't build it. So I think that's something that we're going to have to address as a society because this idea just makes so much sense. It's uh, this article called Pocket Neighborhoods from babyboomers.com is a, a, an article that comes out of a book <clears throat> from Dr. Lisa Cowley and Victor Westgate called Pack Lightly making sense of the second half of your life. So they looked at some of the things that baby boomers are starting to do uh, in, in a way of providing some kind of um, housing and community arrangements. And they, they came up with this idea, pocket neighborhood. And the architect named Ross, Ross Chapin um, created this as a community with 9 to 12 small homes, apartments, or even trailers designed and built with the front of each structure facing the common area. The homes mm -hmm. are smaller and yards are smaller in size than most traditional homes and are more efficient due to their smaller footprint. Most of the time, there's a separation of living and vehicles, which is a departure from the typical development homes of today with two-car garages. The common area is most cases, in most cases, is a green but it can be a large house that becomes a focal point or a place for neighbors to meet, sometimes sharing a meal or conversation. Chapin delves into the subject in great detail with information, design photos, as well as beautiful photographs of such communities being established around the country. 
And some of the neighborhoods have co-housing, which you know is intentional communities where the residents coming together share common values and commitments. There's a whole bunch of wonderful stuff, but I would love to look at that book, Chapin wrote, and see the pictures and see what the issue is and why more people are not doing things like that because I think it's a great idea. Yeah, and you talked about that recently with uh, developers locally. Remember we were talking about that? Yes. Yes, someone we were. In that. Yeah, I think it's because it, it is all over the place. We should, we especially being the, you know, with so many um, boomers and aging people in this neck of the woods, it makes perfect sense. So, I think so, too. Yep. Okay. Well, we're going to come back. We have our guest expert um, today. We have two of them new to our, our program today. It was Kim McHale with her husband, Mike McHale, um, and they'll be back to talk a little bit up in the next segment. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitch and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC certified public accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and nonprofit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this, this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. 
I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole bunch of other new places. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us is our guest expert, Mr. Michael McHale, who is a partner with Barbetti McHale, LLC, certified public accountants at 1421 East Drinker Street. In addition to Mike's presence today, we have his lovely wife, Kim McHale, who just came on board. And we're going to talk a little bit about um kim's uh position and what she brings to the table which is just going to enhance what's already there as far as experience and where they're going so we're going to meet kim today we've spoken about her before in past shows and so today we have both mikhail's with us so we're happy to have that have both of you with us and have the uh you know, the pride of Dunmore represented here, Kim. It's always Mike we're talking about, but you live in Dunmore, too, so we got to throw that in, too. So here we go. So welcome aboard, Mikhail's And, Mike, go ahead and introduce your wife and tell us all about her. Well, I mean, I, I think in past shows we I spoke heavily on, uh, on how proud I am to join this firm that Mike Barbetti and Donna Barbetti both built. And, uh, and and the thing that just makes this firm so special, and and when I joined, is is the experience level of the firm, and um, and I think that sets us apart. And again, not to to badmouth any other firms or anything like that, but to the pride in our firm and to having the people here that anybody who works on a job that we do or any new client that we would get uh, would have someone working for 25 to 30 years in public accounting, which is really, really uh, difficult to, to find anywhere, even at the big firms. Um, not that we're small, but we're mid-sized, and everybody here has a, a ton of experience. So Mike treated everybody very well. Both Kim and I uh, came from a place that treated us well, and uh, we want to continue that. And Mike's still here with us, too, um, but we want to continue that, that structure, that, that family-type feeling uh, in a growing firm that we have. So. About a month ago, Kim and I have been talking about it. I, I've been trying to get her here for about a year, and she finally caved in a, a couple months ago and joined us about a month ago. And she comes from a firm out of New Jersey, uh, and she's really her, – her background, and I'll let her tell about it, but her background uh, has been in public accounting practically her entire career, um, uh, absence a couple of years here or there. But uh, So she brings a ton of experience to an already uh, uh, you know, experienced firm and fits perfectly. I mean, her personality and, and everybody just loves her already and she's only here a month or two, but uh, we're excited to have her. I'm excited to have 
have her uh, for many reasons, obviously, but uh, she's just great uh, with all the personnel here and with the clients, and uh, we're looking forward to having her abilities to expand this firm a little bit more, having that capability of having one more person with with some time to, to sell to other clients. So we're excited to have her, and, and I'll let her say a few words if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Oh, please. <laughs> Well, um, first and foremost, thanks for having us. And, um, you know, as Mike said, I have over 20 years experience and I come from uh, 15 years in my previous uh, work experience from New Jersey where I dealt with high net worth individuals. I set up companies. I practically uh, was CFO for companies and, you know, brought trained people to take over these positions and roles. So, you know, coming in here, I pretty much came first day and I was like, okay, what needs to be done? Mike said it. And I said, okay, anything else? Okay, let's move along. And, you know, task by task, it, it was not difficult to step right into this because I just, I'm just so experienced with just picking up pieces and running forward with it. So. You know, I, I'm enjoying myself actually probably for the first time in 15 years. Uh, I worked for, you know, worked real hard, real hard at my career, and Mike can attest to that, and probably at the, the cost of the family. Um, the kids, you know, I really didn't see them much because I was in New Jersey, and Mike, of course, I didn't see him as much as I, I, I should have. And, um, you know, so I'm just really enjoying myself. In, in Scranton and Dunmore and actually, interestingly enough, you know, I lived here but didn't know here. So as I get out and, and, and I'm with the community, I'm finding out so much about the community I'm living in that I've been living in for the last 45 years that I never knew. Yep. So this is, it's so exciting. There's so much this, this community has to offer, so I'm really super excited about some of the some of the events that I'm going to. We we know Kim. I, let's uh, let's address a couple of things. What you said because it's so important. And this show um, we uh, try to uh, highlight and talk about women and women's issues. And 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 although we love when we have our our guys on our regular guest expert men because um, including your husband because he's always very pro woman. So we we always like that. But. I think it's important to address a couple things. One is that when you're working out of town like you are, and you are sacrificing things, as you said, because, you know, you're on the road, you get stuck in traffic, you have to get up early, you have to get home late, and your life is going on, and you chose to keep your family, as we talked about the other night when we were together, chose to keep your family in the hometown of which Mike was raised and nearby to where you were raised, and the importance of a hometown and that sort of, community that that not everybody has except for us in northeastern Pennsylvania and I say that because I've lived enough places to know that that we are a unique area so having that doing that sacrificing all that it is it's a lot on a mom it's a lot on everyone because we all try to do we've all been there the best job we can do at both being a mother an employee a wife of everybody so it's so important 
when you said that, you know, you you sacrifice some of those things. And so to be back here and to have the opportunity to be at a firm that Mike always, and I have to give him credit because he always touts how, and he's absolutely right about this, what the Barbettis have built and the people and the employees who have been with them for 20, 25 years, it's amazing. Um, I give you credit for acknowledging all of that because I think we, Lynn and I, can both attest to the fact that we, when you're running and you're doing and you're going and you kind of, you're trying to live your life and you're, you don't even realize the community you're in when you're running like you are back and forth and to another state for God's sake. So that is such a true statement. Now that you're, you're here, you're able to do that. It, your positive influence, you're, you're able to, the kids must, I'm sure must be thrilled. And now you're out in the community trying to do what it is you can do. And the other point that I think is important when you just said you almost are like the CFO for a lot of companies, I think we've never really talked about that, Mike, but that's kind of like a true statement. And both of you can answer this. And Lynn, I'm sure you in the work, the field you're in, um, when you work so closely with an accountant and an accounting firm, that is sort of what ends up happening. Like all of the personal information, all of the questions about what I should do, how should I do it? Those are crucial roles in any business. I know what it's like just in, you know, when someone does, you know, you're doing a personal uh, income tax, yet alone a business, Mike, Kim, address that a little, because I think that's fascinating how much you become that person on the other side, outside of the organization itself. Laura, I think that that's a, a great, great point. I don't mean to jump on uh, Kim answering because she can answer too, but I, I think uh, uh, coming out of exactly what you just said is, is something that we never really hit on, um, that both Kim and I and, and Mike Barbetti for that sake and Donnie as well, um, we have big, large firm experience coming out of you know, coming out of New Jersey, it wasn't a small firm out there that we, both of us were at that firm, by the way. And Mike was from at a national firm. We were at a national firm. So we have that large experience. So, you know, from from a, a company that, a small company that may have turnover at their accounting department at the higher levels, yes, Kim and I and everybody else here could probably step in and be that CFO, especially Kim. Yeah. She did that a, a ton. So, I mean, that experience level, even on a small company that may have one or two people doing their accounting books, we could step in there, especially Kim could step in there and clean it right up and get someone in there, uh, you know, and and they could hit the ground running. On a larger level, uh, if a big CFO or something like that, both Kim and I and Donnie and Mike, all of us have that experience as well that if you need the help, our firm is here and we have that level of experience. Um, working with very, very large companies in that role. So I think Kim hit that right on the head, and it's something Mm -hmm. that we don't necessarily sell, but it's definitely something that we have the capabilities of, and we probably should get it out there a little bit more. Agreed. I was able to step in. I was able to step in many of times. I, there was a, a specifically I remember, you know, it was awful, but there was a woman who was, had breast cancer and you know she was the cfo and she you know i had to step right in learn her role she literally taught me her role i learned it was able to do it for months after she and god love her she passed away while i was taking over and you know like i just ran with it until they found another controller you know i had to learn it real quick and and honestly it's all to me it's all the same i always say give me the crying baby give give me the mess 
I love it. Give it to me. Yep. You know? <laughs> Well, but that that is so true. I mean, especially in a position like a CFO, if you lose that valuable person, whether whether it's for whatever reason, whether they leave, whether they're fired, whether they have a health issue or a family issue, it's not easy to just pick get someone in there that quickly. So the fact that right. you're able to do that is 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 really amazing not amazing it's what you're trained to do but the point is that you right. do it and you you have the expertise to help a company that may not realize that so and again and i know we said that mike but it's, uh, that was a great hit on what we should say because y- you're right we didn't i said we didn't talk about it you agreed and it is something that you know you never know when you're going to have to step into that role and it's important and lynn i'm sure you've seen this before right I'm saying to me, my relationship with my CPA, and I don't want either of you to to, to hear this the wrong way, but um, it, to me, it's like a, it's a marriage. It, and, and I think that if I had to walk away from that relationship, things would have to be really, really, really bad before I would do yeah. that, because that's a level of trust that gets developed mm-hmm. around that relationship. And I'm sure that's the same thing you see. That's correct. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It, 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 it's, it's very personal. Yep. Yep. And the, well, and, and it's one of the most personal things you can do is talk about your finances. So that's that. The importance of of having that that right person in in general, but then step in when you need when it's crucial to the ongoing uh, business of your business. Uh, it's it's so important to have that expertise. So it's it's a good thing. But Kim and Mike, believe this or not, we're already out of time. So I we're going to talk more to Kim. But Mike, Kim, please tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. We are uh, again Barbetti McHale LLC. We're at fourteen twenty one East Drinker Street, on Dunmore, PA five seven zero three four six two zero five seven. Even though we are in Dunmore. We have clients all over the, the state and actually in other states, so uh, we can go just about anywhere, and we, we'd appreciate a, a call if you ever need anything. There you go. Well, thank you. Kim, mm-hmm. welcome aboard, my friend. We'll thank talk you. to you more, um, and we we look forward to it, and good things are happening up there at Barbetti McHale, so keep it up, and uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Everyone else out there, thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. 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 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 